and welcome to Midnight Musings. I'm your host, Bren. And I'm Jay. Yes, and uh, yes, this is episode three of the most amazing podcast in the world. <laughs> Even if we do say so ourselves. Yeah, we do. And what are we talking <laughs> about today, Jay? Oh, we're really going to heat things up today. <laughs> it's a juicy one. <laughs> it, it really is. Much um, debate has been had. Yes. So, the console wars. Yes, those pesky console wars. I mean, they've been raging since the early 90s, let's face it, haven't they? Yes, they Possibly have. before. Uh, I mean, yeah, well, ever, ever since there was more than one console manufacturer, like Nintendo and Sega, uh, you know, you always remember them. Yeah. Was it the Sega does what Nintendo don't? Don't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a great. That was, a, if not a little bit pa- perhaps on the line of legal issues, um, that was a great marketing strategy. I, I it like was, that. yeah. You, def- you definitely don't see that anymore. Yeah. So but... as far as as far as far the company side of it, everything's mm-hmm. got a lot more civil yes. because, you know, they're always praising each other. They're always, you know, well, stroking <laughs> each other's feathers and going, oh, yeah. yeah. Microsoft, Phil Spencer coming out on stage and be like, oh, well done, Spencer. Uh, PlayStation, uh, yeah, you're really cool, and yeah, they're they're yeah. all like patting each other on the backs. Yeah, ignoring the whole Activision Blizzard takeover. Um, yeah, we're just, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's all very nice on the corporate side. It's yeah. um, it's the fans now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fans in inverted commas. Um, yes, that I mean, let's face it. In in any franchise, uh, television, music. Uh, comics, there is a fan base and f- there are fans that just enjoy the things that they enjoy and then there are fans that really get into the whole, like, it just the, the, lo- the brand loyalty becomes gospel, almost. And uh, yeah. I think that's but... kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, especially when it gets to the, the levels that we're seeing now when yeah. people being attacked... He didn't for uh, recently. Didn't the guy that uh, plays Kratos, God of War, after accepting an award, basically told everyone to just chill <laughs> and give each yes. other a break? Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, uh, I did. Yeah, um, we'll we'll talk about the Baftas in a little bit. But, oh, okay. Uh, hmm. <laughs> our topic leads quite nicely into that. Perfect. Um, but yeah, it's just it's getting stupid now. I mean, hmm. you had an incident recently, didn't you, with a. Uh, an individual <laughs> yeah i mean yeah let's not beat around the bush i made a comment on social media and got clapped back for it uh, <laughs> it's something i do occasionally um but yeah it, it was it was a basically about i, I just I, don't know, I made a passing comment that about like microsoft seems to make a lot of promises about games first party games from their studios and yet where are they it feels like i'm always waiting for xbox to release a game like whereas playstation have got the games just there now it's like oh you, you want a next gen game well here's ratchet and clank and here's here's this and here's that and 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 you know recently like you know here's god of war ragnarok here's last of us part two or whatever um and i just find that like microsoft made a lot of announcements and you've you've uh you you looked into the announcements that they made haven't you yes i have all the information yes here. yes and uh, yeah, we're still waiting for those, and some of them are uh, uh, even to a point of, well, are they ever going to arrive? Just just run down that list a little bit, Jane. See if we can jog people's memories of what Microsoft actually promised. Yeah, so I just want to, I just want to, you know, 
say first we're not clowning on xbox we no. we, we both we both own playstations xboxes nintendos we have no allegiances no <laughs> um so this is no way clowning on xbox uh we're just giving facts we both so pay let's... for game pass as well so you know uh, yeah yeah <laughs> no I, hate I, here. <laughs> I, and i absolutely love game pass and i i still prefer my xbox series x over my ps5 is as form of how the console works yep. and the ui and everything but please just let me use it yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah so let's, let's get then. to these promises yeah Right, so we'll go all the way back to 2018. 20, now, that's a long time ago. It is, yeah. Do you remember those days? Pre-COVID you know, and yeah, pandemic. Before and all that. of that happened. Yeah, life yeah. Life was normal. Um, so the earliest announcements I've got here were for Starfield. Right. And well, the okay, Elder yeah. Scrolls Six. They were both <laughs> announced at the same time. Now, when they were announced... They clearly said that Elder Scrolls Six is going to be a long way away, and that that's yeah. fine. They haven't. They didn't lie about that. They were like, "Yeah, this is going to be a long way away." That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But Starfield, I mean, it's it is finally coming out this year. Yes, uh, they've said September. We'll see because I think that that's like the fourth release date. Yeah, I mean, I think just quickly on this topic, uh, I think companies, especially Starfield, and you know. Uh, Bethesda with Microsoft are kind of they're probably looking at what's happened a lot recently with the fan base and like launching games too soon and things not being right you know can the game survive the backlash I mean I'd say with Starfield you're probably safe because if Fallout 76 was anything to go by that launched practically unplayable yet managed to retain a fan base and is still doing quite well and being successful now that it's all fixed yeah, in inverted it, commas. it just works it just works um, now yeah yeah <laughs> much later so yeah I, I don't know if it'll slip again but it wouldn't surprise me if it did let's put it that way yeah but again i mean you made a good point there i would again i would rather developers be given more time mm. and delay games to you know launch a finished product because it's better for them it's much yep. better for us as players mm -hmm. um but you know when we get to another topic is like are they announcing games too early yeah uh, <laughs> that's a topic well, for a different day is another topic yeah uh, but yeah. if anything uh you know this list as you go down it is probably going to uh clarify that point even more i think yeah um okay so and then we move into 2019 mm -hmm. um and we had Everwild. Yes. Uh, for anyone that, that isn't familiar with Everwild, it was that kind of... I mean, we don't really know much about it. It's a new game from Rare. Same developers as Sea of Thieves. Um, and it's like a on-land, you know, walking around, exploring. There's monsters in it. We don't really know too many details about it other than it's another Rare game. Yeah. Um, I mean, it looked very pretty in the trailer they showed off. Yeah. Um, like the, I mean, Rare always do a great job of like the, the way their worlds look and their art style and the bright colors and everything. So yeah. it's it, it did look great. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, not a lot's known about it other than I think a couple of years ago, a random piece of information or news came out saying that it's completely gone back to the drawing board and they're rebooting it. So. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Maybe uh, they saw my comment saying, oh, it's just Sea of Thieves, but on yeah. land. <laughs> yeah, so that's another one that, you know, has gone dark since they announced it, really. And in the same year, 2019, that was when they showed off Senua's Saga. 
Hellblade oh, 2. Yeah. Now, Hellblade, I loved Hellblade. And that was originally a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Is that right? Uh, yes, I believe and it was. And then, like, um, Xbox bought the studio so they could guarantee yeah, Ninja that they could get um, Sinua's Sacrifice uh, on the Xbox. But yeah, it we heard a lot about it there was that that cool trailer do you remember the cool trailer with all the tribal chanting and it wow 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 or whatever it was yeah um, we had all that it was really cool loads of information come out about it and then like yeah just complete silence and it just dropped i'm like where where's it gone yeah um and then i can't remember when i think it was a couple of years later we got like a gameplay trailer yeah oh um, yeah we did yeah but i know since then it's made the move to Unreal Engine 5. The mm -hmm. studios moved to a complete new premises. So yeah. you can only think that's probably been rebooted along the line somewhere. So who, again, yeah. who knows when that's coming out? We have no release date, no nothing. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if like they thought, well, we're putting a lot of money into this game. Is the Unreal 5 engine going to speed up your productivity and make the game look even better? Probably, if it, if both of those boxes were ticked, then I would say that's probably what's happened. Mm. So, we'll have to wait and see, though. But then there we go. We just we have to wait and see. <laughs> yep. And uh, and then so I mean and that was that was um, they were announced in June um, of 2019. So yeah, so early like, on then. Yeah. Yeah, and a, a few months before the series uh, X and S released. So yeah, you, know, okay. you kind of think that they were going to be launch titles but they're just, they're just spanning the generations now aren't they yeah the generation spanners yeah yeah it's so confusing trying to think which ones are series exclusives now because they're all they all work on all of them so it's like yeah, yeah. It, uh, confusing xbox yes. you're confusing me yeah um and then we move into 2020 where we had fable announced oh yeah well that was just a cinematic trailer wasn't it and nay more information about that no it was literally just an announcement saying yes a new fable is coming and don't worry peter molyneux is nowhere near it <laughs> no no developed being developed by playground games which is really yeah. interesting because all their previous games have been the forza horizon yeah. games so yeah. uh just it, a, a, a small side note i applied for a job on that <laughs> oh really I, I didn't get it oh. <laughs> but yeah i i applied to uh, uh as a concept artist position at playground games and yeah unfortunately i didn't make the cut but uh i i was this close jay to be working on fable you can't see my cool. fingers but they're really close together <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah maybe next time um but yeah so but we you know we don't have any more information about that unfortunately no, nothing now. Um, and then in 2020 as well, we had State of Decay 3. The announcement oh, yeah. for that. State of Decay 2 uh, was good. When it, yeah. I, when it worked. Yeah. <laughs> Either, yeah, there were some really interesting bugs and glitches when that first came out. But I yeah. had fun. It was it was good fun in multiplayer. Yes. I think playing it on single player was quite boring. But if you got a load of mates together, it was, uh, it was quite fun to play. Yeah, on. and I think that's the whole point of that game, isn't it? Like Survivor Zombie Apocalypse together and yeah. uh, to, in that in that respect they did that really well i love the state of decay games but i still think i prefer the first state of decay over the second one though i played the first one more than the second one so i suppose that probably speaks for volumes as well yeah but maybe i gave up on the second one a little bit too soon because the bugs just got to me too much but uh i digress anyway it was, I'll, yeah. I'll, i'm looking forward to state of decay 3 because you know that they've they they have constantly consistently improved them 
Uh, and I, I'm, you know, I think State of Decay 2 is kind of fixed now. Like, it's much better now. So maybe mm. maybe worth a revisit. But uh, um, yeah, number three, bring it on. I'll enjoy yep. that. Again, no information about that. All we had was a cinematic trailer. Yeah, um, I remember and... that one. That was with the woman walking through the woods, wasn't it? In the yeah, snow like or something. The zombie deer or yeah. reindeer or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so uh 2020 where are we uh avowed oh yeah that that was like the first person oblivion style kind of uh fantasy game yeah which again we just had a trailer for right uh yeah it was just um i can't think if there's been anything else since the only trailer i remember is that one where they fired the arrow yeah and it kind of went through all them different biomes and landed in a cave it was like that one that's yeah that's Um, the one i remember yeah, but that that's Obsidian, I think, we're doing that one. And, yeah. you know, you've got to give Obsidian their credit. They, I think so far they have been carrying Xbox oh, yeah. with, with the the, uh, the games that they've launched on the system so far. They've done a lot of work. Just just list off those those games that they've that they've pumped out. Uh, Obsidian, so what did they do? Um, Outer, Outer Worlds. Yep. Um, Grounded. Yep. And I'm pretty sure there was one more that I'm forgetting. Okay. No. Um... Uh pentiment that one was um one they released recently ah right yep uh i think that was it i can't remember what the other one was but you know it's a lot of games yeah give them their credit like they've been pumping out some games for um yeah for the next box and they've been they've been really good hats off to obsidian well done (laughs) so yeah the last the last announcement I've got here from again 2020 was Perfect Dark. Oh yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which has done perfectly dark. So you said those are all announcements from what was the first one? It was the earliest was 2019. What was 2018. it? 2018. Okay, and then the last announcement there was 2020. Yes. And we're in 2023 now, and we still not heard anything. No, there's no <laughs> new information out there at the moment. I mean. We're close to the like E3 sort of time of the year. Yeah. And we might oh, well, that got cancelled. I know, yeah. So we're not <laughs> going to get any info from E3. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, you know, the kind of the period of all these announcements is coming up. So maybe we they might drop some more information, but yeah, I don't I, know. Yeah, it's, it's hard, isn't it? And like, to be honest, we're... we're crapping on xbox a lot here for their announcements but there have been other promises from other like nintendo with metroid prime 4 was like we got a logo and then nothing nope so yeah that one got announced and went dark um and i mean we can't talk about gaming announcements without talking about ubisoft with uh (laughs) young good and evil 2 oh isn't that isn't didn't that recently uh recently reach a record of the longest game in development it did. It finally it passed um, Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's a feat. Yeah, I know, right? Because <laughs> I think it's been like fourteen years. I think. Yeah. Or something like that. That's uh, a long time. Stupid. Yeah. It's a long time. Uh, and um, what's the other one? Um, Skull and Bones. Oh well, that's apparently coming out though. In inverted <laughs> yeah, commas. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. It's it's been coming out very soon. For I think we're on like the third release date in the past six months. It's also on my list of games that are going to launch and be completely dead on arrival. I don't think sure. it's going to last very long. No, this is a game which is going to be either 
free to play very soon yeah or it's one of these like lawbreakers they'll just turn off the server they'll just turn it off you know you heard it here first guys we're calling it uh don't spend any money on skull and bones just wait and see <laughs> yes yeah, see. Huh, i like what you did there yeah you're waiting see yeah, or pirate it. Um, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> don't pirate it. That was a pun. Yes, yes, uh, yes. I, I don't condone pirating. No, <laughs> no. Uh, flashing disclaimer. Um, yeah. Yes, we do not condone piracy here at Ministry of Gamers. Um, yeah, so a lot of promises, and we're still waiting for all that delivery. And on the flip side, because I was told in this comments, you know, shaming me for, you know, putting them down because... You know, I feel like I'm always waiting for the games. I was like, well, hang on a minute, because Sony did actually deliver uh, first-party studio games by Sony first-party studios for exclusive for the launch of the PlayStation 5, and they all worked. Like, yes, all of them came out relatively bug-free and very stable, with the exception of one or two that... The, the names escaped me but um yeah there was there was one or two that were a bit ropey but on the whole they were really sturdy games and the you know the third party games that came out around about the same time were kind of ropey like you know they were all dodgy and broken and stuff and like you know we were waiting again for fixes and patches to come in to make them playable so i was like well okay th there's lots of exclusives on the playstation recent ones and yet where are the xbox ones and why aren't they here yet and we we were told about them in 2018 where are they they missed their own generation like i'm gonna i'm gonna go on a bit of a rant now here because okay, here we go <laughs> the xbox series x comes out yeah and the the they had one job jay they had one job make sure halo was on the xbox series x when it launched and what happened it was a year late and half finished and then after the fact when they said oh we are going to put co-op uh, uh gameplay in uh halo infinite they reneged on it and removed it so we didn't even get co-op that's what is that all about so we waited for all that time we got one exclusive and i mean okay yeah flight simulator came out as well i mean you know if if you love planes great but i was i wasn't really too looking forward to flight simulator if i'm really honest yeah. and um you know the only, the other one was horizon forza horizon 5 which is you know if you've played forza horizon you've played them all you know, they're fairly the same. I mean, I may agree. Yeah. maybe that's a detriment. You know, I'm not really a car gamer, I guess. Like, I don't really like racing games that much. You know, there's probably... I'm glossing over a lot of people's enjoyment there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry. If you do like Forza Horizon, it's it's fine. I, I'm, I'm happy for you. I love that for you. But, um, yeah, I just... But where, where's the latest gears? Where's, you know where's all these exclusives that they promised and stuff it, it just seems like it they keep announcing things and never delivering and they're kind of banking on game pass to prop them up because everyone's like oh we'll get xbox is great because game pass is so affordable so yeah it is but do, do you know do you want to hazard a guess of the top 
Mm, let's say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The top ten. What are the top ten most popular games on Game Pass right now, Jay? If you had to, if you had to guess, uh, I, uh, just name a couple. I'll tell you if they're even there. Popular games on Game Pass. Okay, well I know Halo Infinite's on there. Nope. Okay. Not uh, in the top ten. Hi-Fi Rush. Nope. Uh, uh, what else is even on Game Pass at the moment? <laughs> now this this uh, is on this is on the Xbox official website uh, and their uh, most popular ca- category for Game Pass specifically. Um, Skyrim. That's on there. No. Uh, I don't know then. I... <laughs> well, the top one, the top most popular game on Xbox Game Pass right now is Madden 2023. Uh, okay. Of, of course it is. <laughs> yeah, the second one is Infinite Guitars. In third uh, place, we uh, have Cities Skylines Remastered. Okay. FIFA 2022. Yeah. Battlefield 2042, then NHL 2022, Madden 22, FIFA 20. Wait a minute, is this the right list? I even look at. Am I even looking at the right list? This can't be right. I mean, that doesn't sound right, does it? No. But it's what I'm clicking on. I'm clicking on all console games most popular, and the and these are the top ones. It's. I, I mean, maybe that's of all time. But even then, where the hell's Halo? <laughs> or any yeah. of or any of them. So it just seems like, yeah, although Game Pass is like, you know, a thing. No, that can't be right. It probably is. They're, I mean, the sports games do have quite a large following. <laughs> that they, is, that they, is mad. <laughs> they're always top of like purchase lists and you know, when they when they launch, they always top of the sales. Um mm. it it's again, if you're into that great it's a side of the gaming that really baffles me i can think of nothing more boring than playing a football game yeah if i'm honest Uh, but again taste is subjective if that's for you great because i mean i i love my rpgs and i know they're not for everyone no i'm sure the people that play football games probably go rpgs how boring yeah 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 exactly so which is fine but yeah it just baffles me but yeah so, to the point of like, yeah, games that Xbox have launched since the Series X console. I mean, <laughs> in that little rant of yours, you mentioned most of them. Uh, Halo Infinite, yep. F- Flight Simulator, Forza yep. Horizon 5. Um, we did get Gears 5. Uh, that um, was earlier though, wasn't it? Yeah, that was very early on. Um, and there's no word of what the Coalition are working on at the moment. No. Um, and then we did have Grounded. Um, yeah, but that, that was, was a one beta. Of the ones. It was. I think it has fully launched now. It has now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, again, well, I go back to Obsidian carrying Xbox because that was that was a brilliant game. Yeah. And then most recently we had Hi-Fi Rush, which was a surprise drop. Yeah, and it did really well. Like, it, really good game. And yeah, uh, yeah, more of that. To be honest, like, don't don't leave us waiting for like eight years or whatever a whole generation hanging on some faint promises of you know possible games that are going to launch like just drop them without you know just don't tell us yeah just surprise drop them with no fanfare and i mean and it did really well and the game was fun to play it Mm -hmm. worked Mm -hmm. it's just uh yeah crazy yeah i think i think there could there should be there's something in that you know don't announce the game 
because like really uh, hype and sales drives for for games they don't really come into effect until like you know maybe six months before the game's out so even if they why don't they just announce it like you know six months before it comes out you know, because you, yeah. you can't you can't take pre-orders any sooner. You can't take people's money any sooner sooner than that, really, can you? No, and that's the other thing as well. It's just like here's here's a good question. Uh, anyone listening can answer in the comments. Does do you still pre-order games? Like knowing how a game can launch, do people still go out and drop money on these fancy editions to get them early when they know the game's probably going to be broken? And to that point as well does the whole marketing thing and the years of build-up really make a difference like if if say a studio announced they're launching a game in two months time mm-hmm. if you liked it you'd still go out and buy it yeah I, um, I i don't i don't know what the i mean yeah okay it's great for hype and to get people excited um i think the problem uh, is nowadays is that that word itself pre-order pre what what does it even mean because <laughs> it used to mean, you know, this game's popular, you may want to put your name down for one because the shop might sell out of copies on launch day. That was the whole point of it. Mm. So you could guarantee that you could get a copy of the game on on launch day. Now it's like, they're all digital. They ain't gonna run out. Why are we no. pre-ordering them? Just so wait for them pre- to come out. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, and, and that's kind of the the new tactic they have for making more money now, isn't it? So if yeah, you pre-order, editions. yeah, if you pre-order the exclusive edition for an extra twenty quid, you get access to the game four days earlier than oh, anyone Jay, else. It's painful. Have you ever tried to look at one of those release charts when they have all the different editions and things? It's like just give me the game. Yeah, you know, I think one of the uh, most impressive one was the the Sonic. Um, yeah, the Sonic there was memes about one. that. I know, yeah, yeah. There's a whole bloody chart about what you get for each edition, and it's just like, ah, oh. it's terrible. I know it's Sonic the Hedgehog, and it's popular, and you want to maximize. Yeah, sure, whatever. At the end of the day, make a good game, and people will buy it. Just, I mean, yes. <laughs> you know, it, it's a sim. It's science, science proven. Fun equals money in pocket. You know, yeah. the kids in the arcades in the eighties didn't pump constant you know money into arcade machines because they weren't having fun you know fun means they'll they'll want to pay for it again and again yeah and it's just like i mean we've said it before it's like all these companies are trying to profit the most out of games yeah by delivering us half-baked experiences or Mm -hmm. the the classic looter shooters online service games yep but but they crash and burn very quickly they yeah. would get much more money if they released a solid single player or it doesn't have to be single player but a, yeah. a solid game which works that is a complete package and gets everyone excited and everyone goes out and buy it yeah i mean it it used to it worked very well back in the you know early 2000s and and all that you know with the gamecube era and the uh yeah. 360 i mean honestly the if you we go if we just travel back a little bit to uh 2006 2007 and like the the games that were coming out year on year for the 360 were were just incredible you know you, you one year you'd have like halo 2 uh not halo 2 sorry halo 3 and then like you'd have like odst like the year after and then you'd have like 
Reach not long after that. And it, it was just like, it felt like all these mega games that we all like have fond memories of came out in relatively quick succession. And yeah. now it feels like a big game comes out on a console and you've got to wait until the next generation of consoles to see the sequel. Um, yeah, and it is a shame. And I mean, I know a lot of that comes down to technology's moved on and it's a lot more difficult to make games now. I mean, yeah, yes and no. <laughs> because, <laughs> like, the tech has moved on, yes, and it means we can have much better looking games and much bigger games and, and that's all great and everything. However, I'd argue the point that it's not necessary you know, the, the games, I know there's a level of expectation of graphics and things like that, and certainly from some people, but there's a lot of people that, you know, gameplay first, graphics don't really matter. You know, if graphics really mattered, Fortnite wouldn't be like the number one played game ever of all time, True. would it? You know, yeah. let's let's face it. Fortnite looks very beautiful in in its own way, with its own aesthetic and everything, but it, it's not really, you know... You know, you're not God of War Ragnarok levels, or you know, it's not up there, is it? No, no, and I suppose yeah, the same can be said for something like Minecraft. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, it's playability and f functionality over over anything else that made those games like super popular. Yeah, and I think that more devs like should yeah have the big heavy hitters but also i think we should maybe just take a step back every now and again and make some stuff that isn't so demanding that could still be you know really fun and i'm pretty certain you're going to mention something about this in the next segment so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna hold fire <laughs> on what <laughs> i was about to say and then i'll go ha ha that's what i was about to say so on that i think i think we've ranted enough about this let, let, let's what are the main takeaways here that the end of the day yeah there are games coming to xbox but when and let's just hope that they can get better at it and yeah, phil spencer can just like <laughs> you know come on guys <laughs> yeah because uh, a lot of the shade is thrown like w when these arguments start the xbox uh army then start throwing shade at the playstation and it's like oh well what have playstation done they've not done anything and it's just like so let me just yeah. let me just speed run a quick list of okay. what's come out on the ps5 on. since the console released i'm going to start with destruction all stars yes that bombed i'm well aware of that but it was still a first party title yep but we move on horizon forbidden west gran turismo 7 ratchet and clank spider-man miles morales returnal demon souls sackboy a big adventure and god of war ragnarok mm, yeah that's quite the list yeah, and they're all massive blockbuster games. Yeah. Um, so, it, and then obviously they've released the PSVR 2 recently with about 40 games. Um, Admittedly, and a lot like, of those are like ports as well. But Yeah, rehashes of mm. old um, like Oculus things and a couple of like add-ons for pre-existing games. But there are some new ones. Yep. So yeah, PlayStation are doing a lot. And I, you know, I want Xbox to catch up. I want a reason to be excited to play my xbox series x yeah more. for sure uh i mean yeah xbox is great but let's face it the only reason why it is great is game pass and that i would say is being propped up a lot by the indie sector oh yeah for sure i feel like they're relying on the indies to to flesh that out as much as possible you know and then there's the occasional big wow day one game pass game that's amazing 
and that's yeah. great i appreciate those the, 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 it's kind of like makes the whole you know paying for the service completely worth it doesn't it yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah but uh anyway it's yeah i i'd say look it doesn't matter what you game on you know if, if you want to play it, no one this console war thing should just you know give up like at the end of the day there's great games on both both consoles on on all the consoles you know there's great games everywhere and if you like games just get this if there's a game on something that you can't play because you have that console then just get that console and play that game you know it's it's that simple like oh no yeah well i mean you know money permitting if you, if you can't afford it then you know <laughs> don't do it but it's like yeah just go where the games are and I think we should all stop this brand loyalty thing. You know, it's it doesn't matter what logos on it. If there's a game on it that you like, then that's the thing that you should choose. Yeah, and that does tie in nicely to uh, the next segment. Okay, so this next segment is it's that time where we muse about some things that have happened at some time yeah. in some uh, news. I guess. So, Jay, take it away. What is in the news, the musings today? Okay, so the first thing then, um, going off the back of what we just talked about, and I know you mentioned it earlier, with um, Christopher Judge um, at the Gaming BAFTAs Awards. So he obviously portrayed Kratos in Mm -hmm. the new God of War games, and he um, uh, received the award for Best Performance, I believe. Um, And yeah, so he took to the stage to deliver his speech, which was a lot shorter than the one at the Video Game Awards. Yeah, they didn't have to Um, play him out with music. No, no. he did make a funny joke about it, though. When he got up to the podium, he he looked at his watch. uh, (laughs) (laughs) So it was like, and he got a bit of a laugh. You know, he took it in good. uh, (laughs) Yeah, it was good. good But he, he mentions the console wars. And I mean, I'll quote exactly what he said here. So no matter what platform you love, no matter what game you love, you're still part of the gaming community give each other a break and i think he sums it up perfectly there <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah i mean we we trash talk about games and exclusives and systems and all the time and really all it is is we're just disappointed in certain aspects and we just want things you know the promises that were made to just come to fruition or you know but it, it doesn't exactly it, no one's saying like oh it's all microsoft's fault or it's like no that well they made the promise just where's the thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it's just like we we come at this argument as you said at a, at a point of you know we want to play our xbox please give us something to play yes. but you know i wouldn't dream of going on social media and attacking someone because they say they love playstation no no that's that's just silly that's a one-way yeah. ticket to foolsville yeah so <laughs> as uh as christopher judge says give each other a break guys come on we're all yeah. in this together let's that's make it. it a better community good message good message i like that uh, but on that as well, so the the BAFTA of Game Awards obviously happened earlier this week. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, God of War Ragnarok took most of the awards, I think six out of the 14. Wow. I mean, well deserved. It was a great game. Yeah, yeah. But the surprise um, game <clears throat> or the surprise winner was uh, for best game. That mm-hmm. went to Vampire Survivors. Aha! That's what I was going to mention. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> nice. uh, it, it just ties in with that last little point I made, that graphics don't always matter. If you can have something that's super engaging, that loads of people get involved with, It it's humbling because it, it's kind of like, yes, anyone, no matter what your budget or your team size, you can make something award-winning and worth playing. And 
that's that's a great thing now is it better than god of war ragnarok no <laughs> but i think it's the you know the it, it, the engagement that it got with people and the community that it brought together uh is what it definitely wins for in my opinion yeah yeah because they won they won so they won best game and best game design yeah and yeah and it, as you said as long as a game is addictive fun to play feels rewarding it's, it's a great game is exactly. it doesn't need like oscar winning performances from big actors and this no. story that's like so epic that it could be a, its own film it exactly. just needs to be fun to play exactly you know snakes and ladders is still a fun game yeah <laughs> it's so, like you know simple is sometimes best yeah so a fair play to vampire survivors for that yeah. i think that is brilliant hat also tip. Hat tip. <laughs> a, a, another funny award to uh, shout out was the best multiplayer game okay uh winter go on have a guess i was gonna try and guess but I, i'm probably gonna be completely wrong i just have a guess what would you think best multiplayer game would best be? best multiplayer game well mm -hmm. i mean i'd assume fortnite yeah so the winner was alden ring <laughs> wait what? oh oh okay because you can summon people right you can <laughs> <laughs> and I just love the fact that that won over Call of Duty, uh, <laughs> FIFA, Overwatch. That is great. That is so, great. Fair play to the to the anyone that voted. <laughs> yes, hat like, tip to you as well. Yeah, that yeah. that's that's a sneaky and clever move. Well done. I like it. <laughs> it's like, well, Elden Ring's got multiplayer in it, so. Yep, yeah, we'll vote for that. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's great because I think people are just getting bored with the same copy and paste Call of Duty and yeah. Overwatch bombed. Let's let's be <sighs> honest, Overwatch Two had nothing on the first. No, one. It, if if that was probably a topic for another day, but yeah, that was just so much proof that you you can't catch lightning in a bottle twice. You know, you just they they had something magical with the first one. And yeah, whatever they did with the second one, it's just all the all the shiny sheen has has gone. The the feeling has just left it. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's a shame. It, it is, is a shame. shame. It is a shame. But the nature of the beast, I suppose. You 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 can't pull the wool over our eyes anymore. It's no. Like we, we can see that you've done nothing to it and <laughs> yeah. trying to reset. Well, not even reselling it. It went free to play. Yeah. Oof, which is yeah. Mm. a massive shame because that nice collector's edition of Overwatch I've got is now effectively worthless yeah it's yeah same i mean i would love to be able to fire up the game and play the old you know what i bought you mm -hmm. know and i think that sucks by the way like can you imagine like well it's happening i'm buying it i buy i bought a game i expect to be able to play that game you know i, I expect to be able to play what i bought you know not just like it die <laughs> People send products back to the shops, you know, for those reasons. Oh, this doesn't work anymore. Uh, well, yeah, you can't get a refund. Why? It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I, I don't think they still do now, but I remember when Overwatch 2 first came out, places were still selling Overwatch. Oh. Well, like you could you could still go into game or CEX and you you could buy a copy of Overwatch and it's like, well, that yeah. doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but you can still buy copies of Evolve. I saw one in, in, in CEX the other day. I think they turned the server back on for that, or there is a, a is way it? that you Did can they? still play it. I'm pretty sure. On Xbox? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Mm. I remember reading something about it. I might have to double check that, but 
Okay, because uh, yeah, I, sure. I thought they turned them all off. Yeah, they did, but I'm pretty sure somewhere or someone they've managed to turn it back on in a basic form. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's good then. You know, something. Yeah. I mean, not that the game was any good anyway, but... No. <laughs> it had its fans. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so, I suppose the next biggest piece of news this week we need to talk about is the fact that E3 has now officially been cancelled. I mean, we kind of saw that coming. Was it really to anyone's surprise? You know, no. I, I don't think so. Cause, I mean, essentially, it's like... There have been people pulling out of E3, the E3 showcase for years. It's like every year it's like, oh, Nintendo's not coming. And oh, this person's not coming. And oh, and you know, there's always oohs and ahs at these companies not showing up. And then Sony didn't show up, did they? No, Sony kind of, they they used to do, they had a bigger presence at the Tokyo game show. Yep. Um, and then they started doing their PlayStation, what, what do they call them? PlayStation Access, yeah, or whatever the, they, they call them. Yeah. Or the, PlayStation Direct, or no, it's Nintendo Direct, whatever they call them. Yeah. So they've started doing those, and yeah, Nintendo with their Nintendo Directs. Xbox obviously have a big show over the road from E3. They have it separate. Yeah. So in it's their own like... Microsoft Theater, and um, with them owning um, Bethesda now, yeah. their, their showcase will go hand in hand. So Bethesda won't be there, and then Ubisoft pulled out, and it's just like, oh, it's just, yeah, it all fell apart. <laughs> I mean, Ubisoft probably pulled out because what have they got to show? <laughs> um, Skull and Bones and yeah. Young Good and Evil 2. I mean, yeah, that that's it, right? Yeah, and let's be honest, we can't have an E3 or a Ubisoft showcase without some cringy Just Dance announcement. Well, yeah, that that would have happened. Well, it's not going to happen this year. No, unless they do their own online event. Yeah, who, ma who makes those games? Event. The Just Dance ones. It they're Ubisoft ones. Oh, they but... are Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so no official E3, but obviously expect a lot of the the studios to hold their own digital sort of events. I know Microsoft are still housing theirs at the Microsoft Theater. And then um, you've got the Summer Games Fest, so yep. which is actually going to be an in-person event now. And I bet I bet Jeff Keighley is laughing at the fact <laughs> that he started that to compete with E3, and now E3 kind of doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely had a chuckle to himself once or yeah. twice about this this news. I feel yeah. certain. <laughs> yeah. So you know, there's there's still stuff to be excited for and watch, and we're obviously going to get new announcements. They just won't be. The whole E3, I mean, at the moment, only this year's cancelled, but I can see going forward. I don't think they're going to run it anymore. So yeah, it's a little bit sad. I used to like E3 week, you know, staying up to stupid o'clock in the morning to watch the showcases live. And yeah, it, it was good. Like, I, I yeah, I, same thing. Like, I because obviously some of the big ones were like on during the day, like yeah. roughly around like three, four o'clock kind of thing. Uh, I just remember at my old job, we used to all go into my boss's office and like close the door and we'd just watch the Microsoft Showcase or, whatever, or whichever yeah. one it was that was on. And uh, yeah, I will miss that. But then, you know, basically, if we're going to just, just sum this up and put a neat little bow on it, uh, E3, let's just say they're Netflix, right? Mm -hmm. Just roll with me on this. <laughs> okay. So E3 and Netflix... And then all, all the, the, the people that put shows on Netflix realized that they're like, oh, wait a minute. We could we could put our own shows on our own 
things on our own presentations. So instead of Netflix having everything, all the other streaming services were born. <laughs> so it's kind of like, yeah. you know, E3's like was a central place for everyone. And then everyone went, well, we can put our own shows on and just show our games in our own time when we want to. For probably a lot less money. Yeah, because I, I can't imagine attending E3 would have been cheap. No. At that level, you know, <laughs> definitely would have cost quite a pretty penny for a booth there. So, oh, yeah. Yes. Um, so is that is that the end of the news? That's the end of the big news. Okay. Um, there's some quickfire things. Like, quickfire. Yeah. So there's... Um, oh, my tabs keeps playing audio. That's distracting. Uh, Microsoft have... They could, they could be teasing cheaper expandable storage cards. Okay. So right. They're quite good. expensive right now, aren't they? They are very expensive because Seagate holds the monopoly on them. Um, <sighs> but there's pictures out and about at the moment of um, other companies having the sticks. So okay. they, there might be more competition in that market now. So if you do need expandable storage for the Xbox Series X and especially the S, um, yeah. that might be coming soon without having to drop like almost $300 just to get yeah. an extra terabyte. That is a lot for just a terabyte. That yeah. is a hell of a lot. So. Yeah, so it's crazy. So fingers crossed that comes in and a bit more competition, which is good. always good. Yes. Um, and then also uh, the Last of Us released on PC recently, and mm. people are asking for refunds because again it was another poor PC port. Yeah, and that like just I'll briefly touch on that, and people are just saying like. It, it's this same company that handled uh, another game. Was it Arkham? It was, yeah. So yeah. the company that did it was Iron Galaxy, who were quite infamous for doing the Arkham Knight PC port. Yeah, lazy port. And I know, um, obviously, like in this case, in this instance, it's just unfortunate that it's that company, again, doing a less than stellar job on porting a game over. But the problem is <laughs> these... These games, like specifically the PlayStation exclusives, were designed to run on PlayStation hardware. So it doesn't surprise me that there are many different PC configurations out there, many different cards and memory usage things. And so many people have so many different ways of setting up their computers that it doesn't surprise me that there are a lot of errors and, you know, with different people. And I've seen all the comments are like, oh yeah it runs terribly it does this it does that and then the next comment down is like well i it runs fine for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? and i think that's that's the downside of pc gaming is that you don't all get the same experience so uh, i think that's a good reason why consoles should always exist because they're a good benchmark for developers because they know right x amount of people are gonna all have this hardware in their home and we know it runs beautifully on it so that's a that's a win for them it's a win for the players as well because they know that whatever they put on that console it's going to run the same as everyone else's game yeah and i think that's great uh you know there's the, i can't see any downside to that <laughs> no it's, it's only positives so yeah it doesn't surprise me pc's having a lot of problems with that they have a lot of problems in general with games. Uh, it's just unfortunate that it's such a big one. <laughs> you know, for this company to drop the ball again <laughs> on yeah. something like The Last of Us, it's like, come I on, know. you know? And I think a, a lot of the arguments come from the this same company. Um, they also did the PC port for 
Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection. Oh, and th- yeah. Some of the same issues that were present in that are in this one. No. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, which isn't great, but yeah, I mean, as you said, it, it must it must be so difficult testing localization to PC when you've yeah. got so many different hardware configurations and for sure. Just, I mean, to think of. I know it's possible. You know, because people do it all the time. And I guess, you know, there are some companies out there that port games much better than other companies that port games. And it could just be due to lack of experience or problems at the studios or whatever it is. But it's not an easy task, but, you know, it can be done with a a much better success rate than this company has currently displayed. So, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Watch this space. It'll get better. Yes. And then hopefully future ports will be a little bit smoother. Fantastic. Great. So, And that's it for the news. Nice. Which brings us swiftly on to our lovely listener comments. Yes. Um, we should really get jingles for these, shouldn't we? You I know. mean, that would be a good idea. I, I need uh, a button that I can press on my on my desk that just plays a view the listener comments do to do. You yeah, know, something like jingles that. Jingles in between the sections or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll add that to the notes. Uh, yeah, create just create jingles for the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Jason, who is our first lovely listener comment? Okay, so the first comment was Matthew Nichols, hey. who says, the worst thing to ever happen to consoles was the ability to connect it to the internet. <laughs> I, I kind uh, I of mean, agree. Yeah, you're not wrong there for many <laughs> reasons. Uh, many of which um, that we talked about in our last podcast. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, and then he mentions about the, the limited run, because we spoke about uh, last week, on the last podcast, we spoke about um, companies that still were releasing physical editions yes. of like indie titles and digital only games and i mentioned limited run but apparently they're quite a shady company um yeah there was um some they had some issues with streets of rage 4 Mm. um apparently limited run announced a physical release well in advance of the release and then there was just no word of it and i think some buggery happened yeah so just briefly on this um making physical games physical media obviously you have to jump through many hoops and there's lots of lines and barriers to cross and you know even licensing things and everything so the way um limited run have to operate that they there's a lot of hoops to jump through is what i'm trying to get at and Mm. if one of those hoops they they stumble uh, it kind of goes down the chain and and kind of screws everything so yeah they can give release dates and they can say yep the game's gonna be out then you can buy it now but you're you could be waiting i mean i have waited for like up to two years after i gave my money for a game from limited run because of certain manufacturing issues and all that kind of stuff it's it's not a it's not a simple thing to do a small run of a very popular item apparently <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I feel your pain and when it does happen like it's very disheartening and upsetting um but uh i i don't think that any company like that goes out of their way to do something in a malicious with malicious intent it's usually just some some faffery that's happened behind the scenes that they can't really talk about <laughs> you know 
Yeah, at least you'd like to think so. But I mean, I, there are obviously other companies out there. Just Limited Run was the one that I kind of uh, <laughs> mentioned in the uh, the podcast. Yeah, there are. Um, I, none other come to mind immediately. But I know there are. I know there are some. It's just Limited Run's the biggest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I've kind of bought from in the past. That's why their their name's always in my mind when I think yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, he also mentions uh, something else we talk about uh, the podcast last week with... Um, I remember people changing their names to Xbox Turn Off, Turn Off under Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, someone will go, "Oh my God, that's Xbox Off," and then the console will just turn off in the middle of a match. That yeah. Was it. <laughs> classic, classic. Fun times. Ah, oh, the Connect. The Connect. Long may. Do you remember what it was called before? It was called the Connect. Project Natal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ten points to you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Project Natal. Kind of sounds like a chocolate spread, doesn't it? It does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving yeah, it on. lasted as long. Um, but yeah, thank you, Matthew, for your comment. Thank uh, you. Next comment was from Stephen. Just a quick one saying, geez, this is a blast from the past. Well, hey, yeah, we're <laughs> back, baby. It is. We're back. <laughs> Talking rubbish again, yes. as always. Yes. Uh, but thanks for your comment. Uh, Kenneth Roberts, next. Hey, Kenneth. Uh, haven't tried the Harry Potter game yet, but it does look pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's yep. good to know that you're liking the Resident Evil 4 remake. It does look good from what I've seen. We'll definitely be getting it. Nice. I would definitely, uh, I'd highly recommend it. I played a little bit more of it. Still absolutely loving it. It's I amazing. A, I have a sealed copy of it on my desk in front <laughs> of me right now. Um, I don't know when it's going to get unsealed, but I have it. <laughs> <laughs> Just add it, add it to your list. Add it to the list. To the pile. The, the, the pile of shame. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think that might make, make a good topic for our next uh, podcast. Bren's pile of shame. Let's go down them one by one and talk about them. <laughs> we do not have that sort we of We don't thing. have time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also said that he's been playing God of War Ragnarok. Uh, oh, nice. I think yeah. we asked the question about what people have been playing this year. Yes. Um, so he said he's been playing God of War Ragnarok. A really good story. Feels just as good to play as God of War 2018. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yep. It was an amazing game. Very good. Uh, he also replayed Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order in preparation for the new one, Jedi oh, yeah. Survivor. That's soon, isn't it? Uh, yes, the end of this month. Oh, yes. Cal Kestis rides again. Yes, I am really looking forward to it. I love the first game. Yeah. Uh, he mentions that he hopes the map is easier to use in the new game because finding collectibles was a bit of pain. With the, yeah, wasn't it one of those... Was it one of those like holographic 3D things that you have to kind of like pan around from memory? I can't remember. It's been a while since I've played it. I might it have has. to go back and replay it myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe I think, uh, well, I say I will, but will I? <laughs> no. No. Too busy no, doing you podcasts. Only, you won't even play this one when it comes out. You'll just no. add it to your file. I will. Yeah. <laughs> I still won't have finished Hogwarts by the time it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, he also says he's played Super Stardust Portable. Super I... Super Stardust Portable. Yeah, I don't I know what don't that is. Know what that is? If I'm honest, I'll have to give it a Google. Yeah, <laughs> um, and Siphon Filter Dark Mirror. Does it... Well, Siphon Filter. Is that an old one? I would assume so. I don't think there's been a new Siphon Filter for a while. I was gonna say like Siphon Filter Dark Mirror. It sounds like a. That sounds like a new one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to research that. <laughs> yeah great games though nice. um, and then he asks us a question what games would you like to see get the fancy remake treatment so his picks are metal gear solid and dino crisis yeah 
two Holy good picks. picks two good picks and, uh, on that actually like weren't people so disappointed about the capcom announce capcom Exo, announcement so primal yeah yeah <laughs> like we got teasers of like a dinosaur and and then it, everyone was like oh my god capcom they're remaking well, dino crisis there was even a character in it that resembled regina as well she was yeah. like your red hair like dark colored like bodysuit sort of thing and it was yep. like oh my god are we no we're not no no it turns out capcom just like trolling us with redheads in bodysuits <laughs> so yeah no dino crisis but exo primal yeah it looks it it looks like a a thing i mean it is coming to game pass <laughs> so it we will get it for free and ah. To be fair, the reviews I've heard on it so far have been pretty positive, as in it's it's a lot of fun to play. It kind of reminded me of Lost Planet 2, like that kind of that kind yeah. of vibe. Um where it's like multiplayer focused squads and you're running around trying to go through levels, shooting up bad guys that in this case mm. are just dinosaurs. So yeah, I don't know maybe but to answer your question i'm not i'm not really sure what i'd like to have uh remade like i don't know maybe shinobi uh or shadow dancer on the mega drive <laughs> i'd like to see a new one of those to be fair um also mm, oh put me on the spot i don't really know I to be honest, all the ones I would have suggested, they've already remade them. <laughs> 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 which would have been like, you know, Resident Evil 2, which is my favourite PlayStation 1 game. And mm. yeah, they kind of already re redid that. So yeah, I'd have to think a bit harder about that for any new ones. But yeah, most of them, I kind of I kind of got what I wished for, to be honest. Yeah, um, if I was to have to pick a couple of games, I would say, I mean, it wouldn't be to everyone's taste, but Final Fantasy VIII again yeah does it need remaking probably not because i still play for it every single year and still love it but yeah. i would love for it to get the sort of treatment that final fantasy 7 had got i think that would be really cool yeah um and also i mean after playing the all the resi remakes recently i really hope that they remake code ronica oh yeah yeah that would be cool yeah that would be really cool because yeah it would just bring it in line with the new ones and yeah yeah i really hope they do that i mean Okay, not a remake, but I definitely hope they do another game featuring Rebecca Chambers and Billy Cohen as well. I think that would be cool to see. Yeah, definitely. They're very forgotten characters. Yeah. They need to bring them back in some capacity. It's I about time. Wanna... Yeah, it's about I time. would definitely want to play a game with them in it. For sure. But, I mean, you mentioned Metal Gear Solid there. Uh, I mean, Snake Eater was a thing on the GameCube. Yeah. I'd like for them to make that more wide like widely playable i mean yeah. okay konami and we know what they're like <laughs> yeah. um, but there's also rumors that metal gear solid 3 remake is definitely happening and will be coming out soon oh nice okay but yeah that would be good to see but without kojima yeah well yeah so yeah. it'd be an, another team handling a, a, a remake i mean the game's already there so yeah, it probably doesn't need kojima but without kojima's touch it's just not going to feel the same no 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 but yeah so those will be my picks he also says just a last comment on the end because we asked for if anyone could see references in the the image uh that we're using um oh yeah easter eggs um tom cruise picture referencing yep. the top gun video yeah yep. um and then he mentions the can next to your laptop yep referencing what's in my cup 
now. Mm, that's incorrect. It is incorrect, but it's a good guess. It's a good guess. <laughs> uh, uh... But no, it's not what's in my cup. It's, uh, well, you, you, you know, you'll have to find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I will give you a clue, though, because they're, they're, they're easy to find on our channel because all of the references are from videos that are in the Gamegasm Cinema category. If you find that playlist on our channel, they're all in there. <laughs> so all the references are from those videos. Um, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, a good, a good guess. And he mentions the the game tank. Oh yeah, the, the, the classic channel. The classic channel. Yeah, game <laughs> tank. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's that was going back to two thousand nine. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, long time ago, lifetime ago. Yeah, yeah, really is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but thanks, Kenneth. Thanks for your comments. Thank you so much. Um, moving on to next, Out Daft UK. Out Daft! How's it going? <laughs> uh, he says, The thing that irritates me most about Sony moaning about Activision is the fact they are worried about Microsoft owning Call of Duty and not Crash and Spyro. <laughs> yeah. Fair point. Yeah. 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 I mean, that would be a big deal, wouldn't it? Yeah. Two original Sony properties now being owned by Microsoft, potentially. Yeah problematic um yeah yeah good also, point they don't seem to be doing anything with them which is really annoying yeah i mean it would be lovely to see i mean we had the spyro remakes not too long the, ago the spyro remakes they they did remake the original crash trilogy and then we got crash 4 but the latest game is some crash bandicoot royal rumble rubbish <laughs> royal rumble rubbish yeah um, yeah um but yeah, yeah like where are the, the the classic Crash Bandicoot and Spyro games? I want more of those. Yeah, that it would be nice to see more done with them. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe we need something different from from those, or maybe you know, just chucking it out there. But perhaps even a new character platformer. Yeah, you know, it'd be nice to see a new one every now and again. A new something new? Are you crazy? <laughs> I know you a know, new IP. You know, <laughs> yeah, shut In me this down. Generation, we don't get new IPs or anything like that. Yeah. New character mascots. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, dream on. I kind of, I kind of um, miss that era of time where everyone was just trying to make a mascot, like you know, Bubsy and all that. And you remember Bubsy? Yeah, I remember Bubsy. <laughs> Bubsy, 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 Bobcat. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it was just a good time. It was a good time, yeah. like all those crazy mascots, and now they're all yeah, gone. Interesting time. Let's yeah. see people running around in Crash Bandicoot suits and everything, and <laughs> yeah. throwing apples at people waiting in line to get a PlayStation. It was just, a, yeah, <laughs> an interesting time. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. He also brings up the Hogwarts thing, just being a very loud, small minority of people. Yeah, um, it does seem yeah. to be that way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to go into what else you said there because I'm I'm not kicking off that argument. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, and then he says one reason that he prefers discs is um he doesn't get like pretty much what you said actually he doesn't get into games as easily if he has loads of his fingertips the laziness of not wanting to switch discs makes me give a chance to get into it <laughs> yeah no i mean there is something to be said for having too much choice like you know we've all we've all done it we've browsed through netflix and we've spent more time browsing through netflix than we have actually watching something oh yeah it happens all the time and i think if you booted up netflix and they just said no you can watch this this or this just three choices mm -hmm. i think like you know a lot more people would watch those three things obviously but uh, you know i think it's uh less less choice can be better sometimes limitation can can 
free you up a bit more. It's like, well, I can only play this or this, so I'm just going to play one of these. Yeah, and that's what it was back when we were kids. Like You'd spend yeah. all your hard-earned money buying a game, and that was what you got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you didn't like it, tough. Yeah, it's tough. You spent you... your money on it, play it until you can afford the next game. Exactly. <laughs> You've got to learn to like this, <laughs> so yeah. keep playing it. <laughs> yeah, so it does make sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but thanks for your comment. Yeah, thank you. Uh, next, we have AJ Metz. Hey, how's it going? Uh, had an update on Switch recently that was mere seconds and thought, I'm so glad this generation doesn't have the problem I used to have on PS3. Um, <laughs> so I was shocked to hear in this podcast that it's still an issue. Uh, I don't yes. have an Xbox Series or PS5 console, so had only assumed that there were improvements since the PS3 update headache days. No. No. <laughs> if anything, I'd say it's gotten worse. Yes. Like tenfold it's the games are bigger and there's just the delivery is internet and if you've got bad internet then yeah kind of sucks you know it really does suck and and often bad internet is not down to the choice of the consumer it's down to your area and what's available in it yeah and if your internet service provider can only you know the exchange can only handle a certain amount then that's what you're getting and you have to wait for people in vans to come to your street and go, right, yes, the, there are enough houses here that want to upgrade, so we'll upgrade the exchange. And yeah, it can be horrible, especially if you live in an area where there are lots of old people that don't have the internet. <laughs> yeah, and I feel sorry. I mean, I don't know if many of these exist anymore, but I feel sorry for people that have capped downloads on their yeah. internet. Yeah, because so, like, like, if you any... only get like 40 gig or whatever yeah. a month, like 17 of that is your call of duty patched every single week and it's like oh yeah. okay <laughs> yeah it, it quickly adds up and yes yeah. I, I believe there are still data caps and people with capped internet because you always see them comments saying like well that's my internet you know screwed for this month because i've got to, if i want to play this game then i've got to pay an extra thing on my my plan or whatever you know it's just yeah, yeah it's it, it's a nightmare so yeah i'd say yeah. the problem's gotten worse yeah yeah it's definitely still there yeah <laughs> but thanks for your comment thank you and lastly we have christian denning hey christian regarding waiting for games to download i feel like i've gone full circle on this now i used to have to load tapes on my specky back in the day and it now <laughs> feels fairly similar if only they can install that lovely horrid sound and flashing screen edges to the download screen I feel like i'm back in the 80s yeah, yeah it, it does oh. feel like we've gone back in like <laughs> a big circle yeah you are you are right because i used to laugh right i used to tell people like oh you know back on the spectrum you used to pop a tape in and play because you'd have to like hit play to play it through um yeah. which was the loading it's loading all the data and then you'd like rewind the tape or whatever and then you could play the game mm -hmm. and um yeah we used to joke that like oh yeah put the put the tape in and by the time it's loaded you could go and make a cup of tea you know <laughs> come back and we'd all laugh and be like ha, 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 in you know laughs in xbox 360 like of how fast everything <laughs> is it's just like yeah i just put the disc in now and it plays or and and then we've just gone right into the the next generation and we're all going off to make cups of tea or you have to plan when you're going to play your game around downloads and patches and yeah it's awful and the the worst part of it the worst part is thinking oh i really fancy playing that game and then you go to put it in and you can't because the download's going to take three hours and that's it that's you 
that your time that you thought, oh, I, I can have a quick go on that, gone. It's so crushing. Yeah, I mean, we've had it a few times when we've met up to play a game and we put it in and there's like a huge update. So yeah. we just leave that on in the background and usually jump to the 360 or another console and just play a different game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, that's, that's a niche in the market, isn't it? We need to um, have a console come out purely for to play games while you wait for next generation games to install <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. yeah and and don't believe this rubbish of it's ready to play because it never is no it really usually that isn't. means you can boot up to the menu and then that's it yeah yeah it's yeah the, yeah they have that like oh yeah it's ready to play but like is it though is it really no I don't think no, so. You can just boot up, boot up the application. At least it's better than what they used to do, where they used to progress cap you. I always <sighs> remember our time trying to play Dying Light, where we kept getting to doors, and it was just like, yeah. this part of the game hasn't loaded yet. Well, I hate to break it to you, but they did that in Hogwarts Legacy. Did they really? They did. Uh, oh. So, you know, like the, the prologue, the, not the prologue, the, um, the bit you play first. You know, yeah, the, I know, yeah, yeah. Uh, no spoilers. I won't say anything in case you haven't played it. But um, yeah, the you get to the point where you reach, you know, the start of the game. You know, the title. Uh, yeah, I know the bit you mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's where it said. Now we're waiting to install the rest of the game. <laughs> so it, it lets you play the first little bit, and then yeah, it, it content blocks you until you've installed the rest of the game. So, in my oh, opinion, okay. it's just not worth playing it until it's fully installed. I, I yeah, no, I mistake. always wait until <laughs> I always wait until the disc is fully installed, the updates fully applied, and then I'll go into it. Yeah, you know you're gonna get a better time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Wait for it to fully install, and if yeah. it's a if it's a Ubisoft product, then definitely make sure you wait for it to all install. Uh, otherwise, it won't work. <laughs> <laughs> I had that issue with uh, Assassin's Creed at Valhalla. Uh, uh, do you remember me telling you about that? Yeah. Yeah. God, I had such a horrendous time with that. Basically, to cut a long story short, I had to turn the PlayStation 5's, um, you know, sleep mode so it doesn't go into rest mode uh, if you leave it alone. Because if you're installing a Ubisoft game, I don't know if it's all of them or if it's just Valhalla, but if you're installing Valhalla and your console goes into rest mode, it just corrupts the entire game. So you can't actually boot it. Crazy, that is. Yeah. And it took me a long time to figure that out as well. <laughs> so you can imagine how many times I had to like uninstall and reinstall it. And like, oh, it was painful. It was painful. <laughs> And all that work just to play Valhalla. I yeah, mean, was just, it worth it? <laughs> no, 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 not in the slightest. Um, I just wanted to hit some things as a Viking for a bit. But mm. yeah, and then it just became a, well, is there something wrong with my PS5? Is it broken? Is the hard drive like corrupting? Is, you know, is there a problem? And yeah, it just sent me into a mad panic of having to tr desperately try to fix it. <laughs> uh, which i did and then i realized oh it's actually a ubisoft problem thanks yeah. ubisoft <laughs> yeah brilliant um so yeah anyway i think have we come comfortably to the end of episode three of our podcast we have so yeah, yeah thank you for all your comments and as always if you want to leave us a comment then you can uh, ask us questions uh give us some topics to talk about or just generally comment on what we said today you can leave a comment on the youtube uh video which you'll find at youtube.com forward slash ministry of gamers mug that's youtube.com forward slash ministry of gamers m-o-g 
I'm going to say that in another one for the sound. Yeah. I'm say that in a more cringy way every time. No, yeah, we'll get a sound. We'll get a jingle. Yeah. Another we'll, one for the jingle. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a jingle. Uh, write that down. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Comment address. Uh, yeah. Jingle. Uh, brilliant. Yeah. So thank you very much uh, to everyone that commented. It's been great reading out your comments. I love hearing from everyone, and it's fantastic that you're still listening to us whittle away after all these years about all this stuff that we like. Um, it's a pleasure to be here and I'm glad to, you know, be able to, to do this again. I think it's really fun. Um, so yeah. Um, and hopefully, uh, we'll get to speak to you all again soon in the next episode, which, uh, seems to be weekly. (laughs) At the moment, it's weekly. We're getting better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll keep trying, keep this train a rolling. But, uh, anyway, that's all the time we've got for today. Uh, and, uh, I'll, I've been Bren. (laughs) we'll get better uh, outros next time bye bye bye